0: hello beautiful friends welcome to the goddess activation podcast where we dive deep into all the things divine feminine energy pleasure healing sensuality and really living connected with our bodies i'm your host nikita anand spiritual embodiment coach and kundalini and tantra facilitator and if you're ready to remember reclaim and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body stay tuned Hello, my love. Welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are a regular, I am so happy to have you with us today again. Today, I want to share about how to be the best coach ever. I know a lot of you are either already a coach, already sharing your offerings, your medicine, your gifts. And some of you want to start that in the next few weeks, months, and maybe this year, next year. So, because the online coaching industry is booming so much and we don't always know who are the best and who are not the best, I want to share how do you stand out and how do you become and be the best coach that you can be. And while this is such a beautiful soul mission that you're doing if you're a coach, a healer, a guide, whatever you want to call yourself, you are doing that from likely from a much deeper for a much deeper reason than just because you want to look cool, right? I mean, if you're listening to this, I am sure you want to share from your heart, from your soul, the things that have helped you and that, you know, other people need and will will benefit them a lot. And I know you know that you came here to be and to do more than maybe just the job that you're doing right now or stand up for something bigger and be a stand for Mother Earth, for Mother Nature, for, for the people, for humanity. So a very important thing that I love to remind you of is to write down your why. Why do you want to become a coach, a leader, a guide? Why? What is your why right now? And it might be really clear for you, like, this is why I want to do it. And I invite you to go even deeper, write down maybe 10 reasons of why do you want to do this? And as you will embark on this journey, and maybe you've been a coach for five years or longer... The reasons change a little bit and I feel like if you can write down your why from the beginning, this is something that you can always come back to when you're moving through maybe a harder period in life or a harder period in business or, or just five years later, it's just really nice to reflect back and remember back what was the initial why that you wanted to start share your offerings and um, create this business. And so the things that I'm going to share now, some of them might sound really obvious and clear. And as we are moving on this journey of, of, of being a coach and sharing our gifts, sometimes we, we lose sight of the most important things. So maybe this episode is also a great reminder to tune in and listen again um, later on. The first one is, of course, do the work yourself first. And... What I mean by that is really embody the things that you teach and the things that you share. And I'm sharing this with the most love, but sometimes I see people sharing and teaching something that they've themselves only done once or twice. And the thing is, when we share and teach something um, that we haven't embodied yet and that we don't have a lot of experience in ourselves, there's a energetic this connection and very likely it won't really feel good for you as you're sharing and teaching about it very likely there will be like a like a misalignment or like this weird energetic thing in your body that just feels like ah oh, that doesn't feel nice and also people can feel when something comes from an authentic space or when it comes from a memorized oh i memorized these three facts and um. And I'm gonna share that and teach that and create a course on that, right? There's a difference, and people can feel it. Even if people are maybe not attuned to energy a lot yet, we humans we take in information through energy and through the heart and through empathy as well, and. What I've noticed is that you just make it harder for yourself when you're trying to teach something that you haven't embodied yet. Also, the more you do the things that you teach upon, the more you do the things yourself. Let's say you're a breathwork facilitator or you're a energy healer or a what else? Um, or or a meditation teacher. If If you do those things and then you start your business and And starting your business can have a lot of things to do in order to get the business off the ground. So you might have more work than time to do the things yourself. And if you don't do the things that you teach upon yourself or if you lessen them a bit, it will show up. My business flows by itself the best when I am making time to do my own things. Whenever there was a period of time where I did my own practices for a shorter time or I didn't do it at all for a few days or didn't do them multiple times over a period of time, that is when the energy and the momentum in my business started to lessen. And in the past, I then started to like share more and try to like compensate that through quote unquote working more. But as soon as I started doing my own practices again, new clients and previous clients would show up out of nowhere and book more one-on-one sessions or sign up for other things by itself so when you are embodying the thing that you teach and share that energy that that congruence that energy of congruence that you then emanate that will speak for itself so it is so 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 important that you keep embodying the things that you teach and also that you stay a student forever just because we've been doing something for a long time, we can always learn more. And the more we see life and everything as a teacher, I've always said, like for years, I've always said everything and everyone can be our teacher, even people that you maybe don't resonate with a lot. Um we can learn something from everything and everyone. And if you stay a student forever, especially in this business, you will keep having more things to share about, to 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 weave into your work and to to create to create from. And whenever you find yourself um, maybe being less open to something, that's where you get to check yourself and ask yourself, okay, where can I become a student again? Where can I open up more again? So with the first three things I really want to say focus and deepen your craft and if deepening your craft stays one of your top three focuses I can almost guarantee you you will have the success that you desire and with the most love always ask yourself after holding a session or a workshop or whatever the thing is that you do Ask yourself objectively, okay, how was that? What could I have done better? And kind of observe yourself as if you were um, your own teacher, like checking yourself. And I don't mean this in a self-criticizing way. Don't be too harsh on yourself, but objectively ask yourself, what could I have done better? Because that is how you, um, again, learn from every experience. And then some things that you maybe didn't do the best, you won't make those It's not mistakes, but you won't make those mistakes again. And with that, always ask your clients for feedback at the end of the session. Is is there something that I could have done better? Or is there something that you really liked? Is there something that you didn't like as much? And people will be different, right? Some people like if during a guided meditation, you say a lot of things. Other people prefer if during a meditation, you don't say a lot of things, if you have more silence. So keep asking for feedback. Keep asking um, what... They prefer so you also know what client needs what, right? Like if I have clients who are more on the rational, logical side or new to this work, I will share more facts. I will say scientific facts. I will talk in a very easy way. When I have clients who are priestess sisters, who who, who remember things of their past lifetimes and who who, you know, like are really deep into this work and they share things about different dimensions and, and ancient Egypt and the goddesses and things like that, then I talk in a very different way, right? You want to talk in a way that the client n- understands you and also needs to hear from you, right? And it, this might be different um, with every client depending on who they are, what they like and where in, the, in their journey they are. And with that, also always ask for testimonials after a client session. Trust me, testimonials are gold. They help you have a better awareness of what you could have done better and they help you share those testimonials and Some people, for example, they will work with you just because they resonate with you. They resonate with your content, with your energy, with who you are. Maybe they know you already. They're a yes from the beginning. And some people want to see a lot of testimonials before they decide to work with you. They might feel the pull to work with you, but their logical mind that it needs more quote-unquote physical proof. And that's where testimonials are a great thing. What I do is that I have a form with a few questions and I send that form to every client after every session or group course or retreat and then they can fill it out. And the way that I've asked the questions, I can also see, okay, that is something that I could have done better or that is something that that person prefers more or that person prefers this less, things like that. In the beginning there's for some people there's a lot of questions around trusting yourself and while there is deep deep inner work that i do with my clients around trusting themselves owning themselves owning their worth and moving through fears and doubts anyways like that is one of the focuses of my work and also practice will make you perfect so keep doing and keep sharing. And if in the beginning, I didn't write this down that I would talk about this, but in the beginning on Instagram, maybe you keep on writing comment below what you think or DM me or, you know, whatever the things are that you share on Instagram. Maybe in the beginning no one is responding to you. Maybe in the first three months, no one is responding to you. That's okay. In my first three months of sharing like that on Instagram, I don't think I got any responses unless like hearts and like, yay, I'm proud of you from my friends and other people. And I was like, yay, thank you. But I would also love to have a client. <laughs> um, and my first client actually came from from word um, of mouth. So my, a really dear sister of mine, she talked about me and shared my work with some of her friends. And that friend group, the first three clients were from that friend group. So you being a good person and you embodying the things that you do and you just being you with your friends and the people that you know, that will also or can um, call in the clients that you are meant to work with. And that again, I, I just cannot emphasize embodying what you do enough because I have seen a lot of things that people want to start sharing this work or they want to start being a coach without them embodying these things first. And as much of love that I have for them, please, please, please embody your work embody the things that you teach and there's multiple things to that if you don't embody the things that you teach you will have less self-trust and maybe you maybe you will feel like an imposter and while yes sometimes as you keep leveling up imposter syndrome will um for some people comes up a lot and if you aren't embodying it and then you start sharing offers about it, but you know that you don't even know that much about it or you you aren't that embodied in it, you won't feel safe. You won't feel confident. And that energy of not feeling confident or that energy of, of not being sure or not fully trusting yourself, that energy will ripple out. So I share this with the most love. Practice, 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 practice with yourself, embody the things, do the things, do the work yourself. It's okay to start small. It's okay to not offer everything at once in the beginning. It's okay to do one thing at a time. And it's very easy to see other coaches, other healers, other guides who are maybe already in their fifth year, in their seventh year, in their third year, who maybe in some ways are at a place in their business that you want to be. And sometimes the things that they are doing are not the best thing to do for you in the beginning. For example, I see a lot of coaches who sell a lot of different things at once and that works for them and that is great. For example, I see a lot of coaches who are in the fifth, seventh, tenth year of being a coach and they sell five different things in one day and they sell very fast and like it's running by itself and that is amazing. And if you are just starting out on Instagram with your business, you selling 10 different offers might not be the best thing because your audience doesn't even know yet what it is that you share. And if you share too many things at once, that might be for some people, for some audiences, confusing. Not for everyone, but it makes much more sense for someone who has grown their audience for a few years or a few months, who has shared about the things that they talk and share and teach about, if your audience knows what you talk about and then you make one or two offers about it, that's great. But if your audience doesn't yet know what you share about or talk about or teach about and you then make five different offers, that can be very confusing. So whatever you see other people doing doesn't always necessarily mean that that is the best thing for you to do. And this is where I highly recommend working with a mentor in the beginning, always actually, but especially in the beginning to get you started in your business. There are so many different things that you can do. I mean, you can start a podcast, a YouTube channel, a TikTok, an Instagram, all these things. And it's so easy to feel overwhelmed. I know I did because I tried to do everything at once. Um, But if you have a mentor who can support you in helping you build your dream type of business not just a business that is worth more money than you could ever like put a price on it if a mentor helps you build a business like theirs that is different than a mentor helping you build a business like you want like your type of business I personally, I love doing in-person things. That is, I thrive on it. My focus is shifting to doing mostly retreats. So now signing up with a mentor or with a coach who only talks about one-time online workshops is not the best thing for me. Highly, highly recommend working with a mentor who knows what they're doing and who can help you build the business that is in service for you. If you have children, then the way that your dream business looks will definitely or most likely look different than someone who doesn't have children, right? If you have children, you want to be as lean as possible with your time. And quite frankly, sometimes you don't even have too much time if you have little children to take care of. That is different for someone who is in their mid-20s or whatever age they are, but they don't have children, they don't have pets, they, maybe they have a partner, maybe they don't. They have a lot more free time than someone with kids, for example. So I highly, highly, highly recommend working with a coach or working, getting a course that you trust that can support you in getting your business off the ground. And then you can take in information from everyone and then you can filter through if that will be of service for you or not. But to be honest, in the beginning, in the first two years, I took advice from a lot of different business coaches online. And now now I unfollowed most of them. And I, those few people that I follow... I don't take in everything that they share just because they are sharing it and it's working for them. I now know that I can read their content or I can work with them and I can filter through is this something that I want? Is this something that is actually going to help me right now? Or is this something that is five steps ahead or maybe three steps behind? But I can only do this now. And this is now my um, inmate will be my third year. So this has taken me two years of practice to actually be at this spot and I, I mean, I knew that I didn't or I shouldn't have taken all of the advice from all of the people, but I, in the beginning, it's so exciting and you you don't really know what you're doing. So you just you just try to wing it and it's okay. We all make choices that we then later on know that was not the most perfect choice, but you needed to make that. You needed to have that experience to now have that wisdom and those lessons and the, the, the things that you now know, you will be able to help your clients afterwards. And the last two things is... The more you keep investing in yourself, not just in your business and not just in business coaches and business mentors, this, these are great. But the more you still keep on investing in yourself, whether it's in 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 owning your sexuality, owning your pleasure, or or being more confident, having a deeper self trust, or whatever the things is that you personally are passionate about, the more you keep investing in those things, these will give you the biggest ROI. These will give you the biggest return of invest. If you keep signing up and and participating in things that you personally love, you will learn so much from it. You will transform so much in that container that you will be able to take these things into your work as well. So I think one of the biggest things that I would do differently, that there was a time where I was only investing in business things. And that is something that I would have done differently. I would have um, kept also investing in things that light my soul on fire and aren't just for the business. And the last thing I want to share is as soon as you get fixated on something external, whether it's fame, money, um, being able to say that you have this many amount of, of sessions a week or whatever, as soon as you get Fixated or more fixated on the external than the internal feeling of happiness, joy, gratitude that you get to do this work, um, being having joy in doing this work, feeling honored to feel, do this work, all of that. As soon as the external thing is bigger, you you might start creating problems that aren't really there, or you will like cock block yourself. And I am the first to say money is beautiful. Money is an energy. Money is a tool. We The whole world needs and gets to create a healthy relationship with money. And I I know if you want to be a worldwide known author and bestseller and, and millionaire, you will be that. You will get there. Absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. And as soon as that is a bigger focus than how you are feeling internally, there will be a misalignment. And if that keeps on happening over a long period of time, you might even lose your passion for your work. You might even lose your why. That is the first thing that I shared in this episode, knowing your why. If you can keep your why important, if you can keep remembering why is this work important to you, why do you want to share this work, the more you will stay connected with your soul. So, keep on checking in with yourself again and again. What is it that my soul truly wants? So, this was the episode about how to be the best coach ever. Deepen your craft, own your power, share your work, know that you're reaching the people that you are meant to reach, and keep on learning and investing in yourself and learning from people who are at a place where you want to be, and also keep on investing in your personal self so that you can keep on growing. And remember, nothing. External will ever fulfill you. And if you are in the feeling of joy, pleasure, gratitude, and fulfillment within yourself, you will attract that with so much ease. But don't be that to attract it, be it because it feels good. (laughs) Okay, my love, that was today's episode. If you desire to have one on one support, if you desire to work with a mentor to support you in building your business and deepening your self trust, owning your power, mixing business, energetics, strategy, and also your embodiment. I have two spots open for my one-to-one mentorship. If you want to learn more, DM me on Instagram, type in the word mentorship, share about yourself, share about your vision, what you want to create, and we can chat to get to know each other and go from there. I love you. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at soulcoachnikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at soulcoachnikita, that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, Please DM us at SoulCoachNikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO Nikita.